Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. Jillian Murphy, a naturopath, speaker, educator, and coach, and this is Food Freedom Body Love, a podcast I put together to help you make peace with food, body image, and weight so you can kick your all-consuming, exhausting weight control food obsession habits and start living your best, healthiest life. My number one tip for being as healthy as you can be in the body you're in is this. Accept that you cannot beat the system. Oof. The system is rigged. The patriarchy that we live in has set things up so that women and girls, particularly women and girls of color, are excluded from systems of power. Our current health and wellness culture also dictates that we need to be thin and wealthy and able-bodied, or you get left out. Beauty standards also favor white skin, specific body shapes, gender expressions. And within all of these systems, there is no way to win. And the worst part is that these systems teach us that if we just worked a bit harder, if we were a bit smarter, if we had more willpower, if we had access to the right products or people or things, we could win. It keeps us struggling, feeling like failures, swimming in shame and blame when it comes to everything from our weight to our blood sugar levels. It teaches us that our weight is a direct reflection of our health and that the only way to get our health under control is to restrict calories and cut carbs and target belly fat and over-exercise. It teaches us to use food against ourselves to use exercise as a weapon, as the only means to earn the right to eat. It teaches us that giving up on weight loss and very harmful diet culture beliefs means that we are also giving up on health and ever feeling good in our bodies again. It teaches us that if we have a health concern, specifically those health concerns that are are labeled lifestyle diseases, that we're to blame. Our lifestyle is to blame and that working to lose weight is the way to manage those health conditions. It teaches us that intentional weight loss in those situations is a health promoting behavior, despite the overwhelming evidence that it is not, that it fails. And not only does it fail, but it increases inflammation and makes it harder and harder to manage the symptoms of these illnesses. So what do we do? The system is rigged. My number one tip is just to accept that you're going to lose. You're going to lose within this system. And then you're going to lose as beautifully and gracefully and authentically as you can. You're going to lose on your own terms. Quick interjection before I get on with the show. I just want to note that I recorded this episode on Tuesday of last week, which was January 5th, and then January 6th happened. And um, white supremacists stormed the Capitol building in the United States of America. And so I just want to make sure that I note here, um, you know, this this episode is about losing the game gracefully, about realizing that the system is rigged, that the game is rigged, and that we... um, we benefit and it's good for us to step out of the game, to just accept that we're going to lose it and then to start to carve out a new path or set up a new game on our own terms. 
but it feels like there'd be a big gap in the conversation if I didn't also say that, um, you know, we also have to fight back. Like sometimes the system is so brutally rig- rigged and the the layers to work through are so enormous that that there's nothing to do but lose and not always gracefully. So I just, you know, I just wanted to make a quick note that that hadn't happened when I recorded. Um, not that not that white supremacy is an ongoing in our world because it is, but it feels bigger and heavier than ever. And so just to mention that, that sometimes um, we can't lose gracefully. Sometimes we have to fight back and we have to get into action and we have to mobilize and we have to move. Um, and typically there's a little bit of both that has to happen. And so this um, episode is really talking about diet culture and and health beyond weight, but just to remember that all of that is built upon a foundation of white supremacy. So just a little um, a little note to make sure that we're all um, in action at this moment in time. So let's talk about that losing the game gracefully, losing the game on your own terms. I think that when I first say something like that for a lot of women, particularly women that have been in positions of relative power within our systems, um, meaning white, able-bodied, cisgendered, straight women who are absolutely 100% affected by all of the systems that I was talking about in the intro, um, but less affected and kind of at the top of the pile, it can feel like, God, that's so negative. You know, there's got to be, I'm close to the top. There's got to be a way to win. But the reality is that, you know, every woman who is an expert in this field from Naomi Wolf to Sonia Renee Taylor, um, to the experience that I've had in the, in the almost decade of doing this specific work with women is that all women are negatively affected by the systems that are in place. All humans are affected negatively by the systems that are in place. And that, you know, what I have learned is that even when it's hard, naming it and understanding it and being clear about it, as hard as it feels, is a good thing. It helps. It's the right thing to do. And so losing gracefully starts with naming the problem and being aware of the fact that you're not the problem. You're not just failing at another thing. You are existing and living within a culture and a system that is failing you. And most of the attempts that you make to fit in and to succeed within the system are A, very likely to fail and B, likely to make you feel worse and worse and worse about yourself, right? So naming the fact that this is a losing game that the system is rigged can feel disempowering to some. I talked about hope a few episodes ago, and one of the things that often gets said about giving up on weight loss is that it feels so hopeless, you know, giving up on sticking with a diet plan and a specific exercise regime that someone else has dictated to you. That, that when you're asked to give that up, it feels so hopeless. And many women have said to me that it feels negative. But I ask you, what is more negative than continuing to try to fit into a system 
at your expense, a system that harms you and harms the women around you and women that have less power and less access than you, what is more harmful than continuing to participate in that system? What is more negative than continuing to try to fit in to a system that was never designed to be good for you or healthy for you or beneficial for you? I don't think that there's anything that's more challenging or hopeless or negative than that. And so naming it is the first step to losing the game gracefully on your own terms. The next step is sorting out a new metric of success. I've talked about this before, but we just got to keep talking about it because our human brains love to have something to measure against. And as long as, um, you know, those measurements are numbers, pounds on a scale, steps even in a Fitbit, I'll say, I know that's a bit controversial, but, uh, and we could talk more about that another day, but as long as our metric of success is numbers, arbitrary, often externally dictated numbers, number of calories, carbs, fat grams, hours for eating, whatever it is, if it is externally dictated and arbitrarily handed to you as the way to live and the metric of success, Um, you're going to fail and you're not going to fail gracefully. It's going to feel, it's going to be a rough, bumpy, you know, fall down some stairs as opposed to losing gracefully. So when we lose the game gracefully on our own terms, we sort out our own metric of success. We say, you know what, I'm going to lose that game over there, but I'm going to start to make my own rules. And the new metric of success within the work that I do has to do with feeling how you want to feel in your life and your body what your values are, starting to get clear on that, your purpose, like what the big thing in your life is that you're dedicated to and committed to. And that thing can change and evolve, but having purpose is directly linked to a longer lifespan and doing better overall. Eating and moving your body pleasurably, that becomes part of the new metric of success, that we are no longer punishing ourselves with food and movement, that food and movement are a gateway to pleasure and to feeling better overall in our body. Next up, we manage our health and our health conditions, not our weight. So we commit to staying focused on the things that will actually impact the way that we feel in and about our bodies. And we do not get sidetracked and derailed and distracted by attempts to to intentionally shift our weight. And to clarify, health is a tricky, complicated word, and no one is morally obligated to be in any particular state of health or to pursue health in any specific way. But if you are concerned about your health, if you are concerned about a condition that you might be managing, We lose the game gracefully when we decide no longer to play by the rules that say that weight loss is the only way to get there. We stay connected to our bodies. We listen to our bodies. We nourish our bodies consistently, not perfectly, but consistently. And we we put effort toward improving the way that we feel in our body in whatever way is accessible to us in whatever way fits in with those values and purpose that that I just talked about. We also need to learn how to ask for help. 
The patriarchy that we live within really does teach us that if we're successful, we should be doing it all alone, that we do it all alone. It teaches women to overgive, to give everything that we have to everyone around us and to think and feel that taking care of ourselves and prioritizing ourselves and delegating and asking for help is selfish. And I know that this is an area that is particularly tough for me. I'm really terrible at this, but I am working on it because it literally takes a village. We need family. We need friends. We need a medical system that supports us. We need childcare. We need access to education that doesn't put us in debt for the rest of our life. And we need to be asking for the help that we need. We need to be fighting for the help in our, in our countries and in our provinces that we need. And we need to also start to develop the voice, the ability to say the things that we need to say and to set the boundaries that we need to set. And again, I'm terrible at this. It's something that I am working on. But the the more I practice it, the better I get. But this is challenging and it's not something that's easy to learn on your own. You know, you can't do it alone. I can't do it alone. We need to learn how to ask for help, to use our voices, to set boundaries for ourselves, to advocate, to advocate for what's right for us, even when others don't understand or get it. So we need to learn how to ask for help. We also need to get to know ourselves and be willing to do the thing that's right for us, even when it's the thing that will make us an outsider or make us someone who doesn't fit in. Uh, Authenticity is an interesting topic that I think gets thrown around a lot, you know, like be authentic, authentic brands, um, just be yourself. And I think that it becomes this very inspirational kind of fluffy, warm, fuzzy feeling that gets passed around. But the reality of living it out is that it's pretty isolating at times. It is gritty, hard work. It forces you to confront, you know, deep fears likely from childhood of not fitting in and abandonment and being alone. And those aren't just from our childhood. They're also built into us evolutionarily, right? We evolved needing to be surrounded by others for survival. We're social creatures. And so it really pulls at the very fabric of who we are to get to know ourselves and say, you know what? Exercising six days a week doesn't feel good to me. And I, and I don't like running or, um, I sometimes like to eat processed food and I feel like I eat it and I know what's in it and it's fine and I feel fine and I take care of my health in other ways. I'm good at, at working on other aspects of my health. And this is something that I let go because it feels good to me and it feels right to me. Probably that isn't even the right language because letting go makes it seem like it's a bad thing. And I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, but it just shows how I'm still wrapped up in it a little bit, right? So knowing yourself and who you are and what's right for you is key to all of this. And and that's a tricky thing. But when it comes to losing the game gracefully, what I'm really talking about is stepping outside of it. We're going to step outside of the game so that we can do things on our own terms. 
And we do it by naming it, by knowing what we're up against, by deciding to step outside of it. We do it when we set a new metric of success based on feelings and values and purpose and pleasure. When we commit to managing our health conditions and not our weight or our body shape. When we learn to ask for help. When we learn to speak up for ourselves and set boundaries. And when we really get to know ourselves on a deep level, and there's more, there's so much more in here. I don't want to make it seem like it's, it's just this, but these are some really big areas that are often not thought of when we talk about being a healthy person. And yet they're so important and so integral to living a life that feels good and feeling good in your body. Okay. Well, that's it for today. You know, when it comes to losing the game gracefully, uh, all of the things that I talked about today, I'm going to be covering in my new program, Redefining Health. It is open for registration right now. I'm going to be closing registration on this inaugural run of the course on January Oh gosh, I'm forgetting January 15th on Friday, January 15th. So it's open right now. It closes on Friday. Um, it will likely be open again in the future in an ongoing way. If you're listening to this podcast way in the future, but for now, this is the only run that I have planned. So it closes on Friday. If you want to get in, um, all of the things that I talked about today, losing the game gracefully, learning how to live within a system that's, that's failing us. That's all covered in redefining health. And you know, there's that, I'm going to butcher it, but that Buddhist or proverb that, you know, the, the best time to heal up your approach to food and weight and health was yesterday. It was 10 years ago. It was 20 years ago. <laughs> but the reality is that because of the world that we grew up in, it likely didn't happen. And so the next best time is now, you guys. 2020 was tough. And moving into this new year, I feel like there's just so much opportunity you know, 2020 was a lot of hard lessons and a lot of tough stuff. And just the door has just been opened. We moved through that and the door has been opened to really shift the way that we're doing things. We've had to, we've been pushed to shift. We've been forced to shift. And now there's the opportunity side of it. And I hope that you'll consider joining me in Redefining Health, where we're going to learn how to lose the game gracefully. And um, we're going to do it on our own terms. So a few more days, January 15th, the cart closes for now. I hope to see you in there. Um, and the next podcast episode, I'm going to talk a little bit more about what I'll be doing differently in 2021. <laughs>